Oh, I wouldn't be applauding if I were you. I, I would... I, stop. Stop. I'm going to warn you now. I am going to warn you now. Fish B is down in Tijuana, just like he threatened he would. So it's just me, Bob, Bob Van Dyne. I, I'm sorry. I, I can't control the fish pole. He, do, he does what he wants. He's, you know, he's extra dimensional. He travels other places very easily. So uh, the good news is I do have a little good news for you. For those of you that just can't go to bed and masturbate without it, we will have Paleta Bola de Fuego, so you can get your, at least a brief portion of which, so you can get your Louis C.K.-like rhythm before hitting the sack this evening. So, yay, yay, that's a, one little piece of good news, followed by some more bad news. Just time for three and a half topics tonight. I'm just going to do three and a half things, because I told you, I'm in a mood. It's, it's all the time I got is three and a half things. So you're just going to have to like it. And, and there's a good chance that this, th there's a good chance I could be working a little blue. So uh, if you don't like, uh, or you think there's a, a good possibility that you could become offended easily, uh, sayonara, au revoir, adios amigos. Uh, the rest of this show is, uh, is not for you. Uh, just to prove it, what in the fuckity fuck? What in the fuckity fuck was the president of the United States doing in North Korea? What is going on here? Are we living in a, in a parallel dimension? I found the whole thing very confusing. This is an era that's just going to be known as Twitter diplomacy. The day before he's going, Trump sends his national security advisor, John Bolton, or as he calls him, Mike Bolton, sends him to Mongolia, I'm assuming for the barbecue, but really I'm not sure why. I've heard it's lovely. I've heard it's lovely, especially this time of year, Mongolia. So that's where Bolton went as Trump goes to South Korea. And even though there was probably, not probably, there had to be some work behind the scenes before Trump set sent a tweet the day before, because that's how everything gets done now, by tweet, sets a tweet the day before that, hey, Kim Jong-un, murderous dictator of North Korea who starves his people and is one of the world's biggest assholes. If there's a chance, since I just met with Putin, Mohammed bin Salman from fucking Saudi Arabia, since I just met with all of them, I haven't had my fill of despots for the week. Is there any chance? I, I saw the president of Brazil. I still haven't had my fill of despots. Is there any chance that we could get together? I'll be in South Korea. You'll be in North Korea. Meet at the DMZ. You want to meet at the DMZ? And oh, did they? Oh, God. Trump. So, so, so they go to the demilitarized zone. Trump shows up with Jared and Ivanka. The very definition of nepotism, the very definition of people that aren't qualified to be there, except for the fleeting thought that, oh shit, maybe Ivanka is the most qualified person to be there. Of, of the whole group, maybe she's the most qualified, which should scare us all to death. But then Kim shows up with an interpreter, and they, they take photo ops, and, tr and Trump is the first sitting U.S. president to set foot on North Korean soil, which is a tremendous propaganda win for fucking North Korea. And then, and then, and then it's all, it's all great. It's, it's all jazz hands all around. Every, everyone's feeling, man, alive. Who loves propaganda more than the president? So then they go into the little blue building. I forget what it's called. It's, uh, 
And now I start to hear that really old Counting Crows song, which is a reference two people get. So they go into the blue building. And while they're in there, it's Kim Jago, his interpreter, Jared Ivanka, President Donald Trump, and David Copperfield. And so they get in the room, and no one knows what's going on. There's no cameras in there. There's no, there's no press. There's no, the only people in the room that will know what happened are those that are in the room. So having a rare chance for romance, and because Daddy likes to watch, Jared and Ivanka start getting it on. I mean, just, just real passionate. Just, I mean, you just look at those two, and you can almost feel the electricity bursting off the screen like, wow, when they get down, I bet they get down because that looks like one couple that is just full of vitality. Am I wrong or am I right? So they, so they start going just absolutely batshit crazy on each other. And, and Kim Jong-un is so turned on by this, he actually puts his feet up, lights a cigarette, and starts laughing because Donald Trump Jr. knew he loved the Marlboro Reds, so he brought him some Marlboro Reds for, for Kim Jong-un. And he's over there, and he's smoking and laughing, he's smoking and laughing, looking at Jared Ivanka. And he slowly starts to get more turned on by watching this. And then magically, no one knew what David Copperfield was doing there. No, no, one, knew, no one knew why world-famous magician David Copperfield was also with the Trumps and Kim Jong-un and the DMZ, the Demilitarized Zone. So then it becomes a crystal clear when who we thought was Kim Jong-un's interpreter is actually David Copperfield's assistant. And David Copperfield's assistant at this point brings one of those big shower curtain things and, and completely wraps David Copperfield, Kim Jong-un, and Trump in this thing. They're, they're all three of them are in it together. And then, and then, and then, just so you know, and then they walk outside like this, and, and it's the curtain, and it looks kind of like, remember when Daniel LaRusso went to that dance in the shower thing that Mr. Miyagi made him so he could go to the dance, but then he got in all that trouble with Johnny, like, you know what I'm talking about. So it kind of looks like that when they come out to meet the press. And then David Copperfield's assistant, assistant slash who we thought was the interpreter, she actually, at this point, she goes, boom, like, like magic, like, like, she's, like she's Emerald or something, only she, she, goes, she, goes, she goes, boom, instead of what Emerald says. But, but very, very emphatic. She goes, boom, and the curtain drops, and what do you see there? It's David Copperfield with, with, with one knee on top of Kim Jong-un and one knee on top of Trump. The only difference is Kim Jong-un is wearing Trump's clothes, Trump is wearing Kim Jong-un's clothes, and they've both magically switched haircuts, and there's a saddle, there's like a, around both, or not a saddle, but there's like, a harness on both of them and David Copperfield is riding them and he approaches the world's waiting media and Jim Acosta from CNN just with the most unbelievable stare you've ever seen Jim Acosta looks right at David Copperfield and goes what the fuck do you call that at which point David Copperfield responds the aristocrats I, I, I couldn't help it. I know. Every time I see those guys together, I do like to go back to the aristocrats. I'm sorry. That, that took a little uh, longer than I intended. Maybe I don't have time to talk about euphoria before we get to the new CNN poll about presidential politics. But euphoria, you're watching this on, on HBO, the show with Zendaya. They're only into episode three. And every, I, thought, I thought last week 
with 30 penises, they set the new <laughs> they set the new bar. They're literally pushing the envelope with their genitalia. I thought they were setting the new <laughs> bar for full male frontal nudity last week with the clips of 30 penises. And then for the but they've outdone themselves again. They outdone themselves again. If if you love cock, oh my god, th this show is for you and who doesn't? So, last night, not only did you have Zendaya uh, uh, breaking down uh, the anatomy of a dick pic, where there were lots and lots of dick pics, uh, later, there's a girl that's enjoying her first camming experience, and they have this old guy on Skype, and um, it's intentionally disturbing, and I say mission complete, <laughs> euphoria. Like, good God. I mean, they, they've, they, by the time this show is done, Zendaya has gone from Disney star to the girl and on Dancing with the Stars, both ABC properties, both Disney properties. But now she will be known as the young woman whose big breakout from, from that past show is the show that normalized full, frail, full frontal male nudity in a way that uh, it's about damn time. It's about damn time. Because, because honestly, growing, growing up as a dude, uh, actually, that's not true anymore with pornography. I, I say men don't see enough other penises to know where they stand in the real world, but really, who, who cares? Who, who cares? Moving on to, uh, to topic three before we get to uh, the half topic. Uh, the brand new CNN poll out today, and it's too early to say Joe Biden's done but it's not too early to say his campaign is already on shaky ground and he just started. All he's done is declare his candidacy, give three speeches, hide out and go to a debate. And all he keeps doing is losing points. This isn't going to work. This Joe Biden thing isn't going to work. The new CNN poll out today. And this was the reason this poll is important, because this poll was taken entirely after the two debates last week, they have Joe at 22%. Kamala Harris with a bullet. She's moving up. Kamala Harris now in second place with my favorite number in the world, 17, 17%. And then next is Senator Elizabeth Warren. Fourth is Bernie with 14%. I'm sorry, right in the middle, Elizabeth Warren has 15%. And then down in fifth place, the, the only other person, person, excuse me, that's polling above two points right now is Mayor Pete, has 4%, and that's with exactly 0% of the black vote. Exactly 0% right now for Mayor Pete, at least amongst those polled. So I thought you might find that interesting if you didn't see it. And lastly, uh, for, for, for the half story tonight, by the way, the uh, that CNN poll, the next debates, July 30th and 31st on the cable news network. They haven't announced your moderators. I'm guessing it's going to be Anderson Cooper and some other people. Tell me it's not going to be Cuomo. Don't give me Cuomo. Uh, my half story tonight is is really just uh, before I get to Paletabola de Fuego. I know you're excited. I know you're excited for the paddle ball of fire. Don't worry, we'll get there in a minute. I have a, 
I have just 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 a little a little anecdotal story for you about about how the world is becoming a better place. And me as a as as a generation Xer, uh, I was like in uh, fifth sixth fifth or sixth grade when the idea of having a decent gaming console in your house emerged, and that was only the first generation of the Nintendo. Later, we would move on to, you know, big-name prizes like the Nintendo Genesis or the Sega Genesis or the Nintendo 64, but back then it was just, it was, it was just the Nintendo. And every game I played, and it was a bunch of games me and my friends would play, it was a very popular thing to do at the time. I don't remember a prominent female character in any of the games that I used to play other other than Miss Pac-Man and I I think that's an archaic but I think it's fair to say that uh the difference between Miss Pac-Man and Pac-Man is 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 just a bow things are changing for the better my nine-year-old son Isaiah the tiny player the executive producer of this fine podcast known as Bob's Fishbowl. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it with your church. Share it with everyone. Share it with the whole country. You, you, you're in charge of promoting this thing. Clearly, I'm not capable of it. But he's a, uh, I'm not going to call him a Fortnite addict, but he'll play for as long as you let him play. The kid loves Fortnite. He's got a Fortnite backpack that glows in the dark, right? But here's the thing I think is really cool, and, and he plays online w- w- with his friends. And to them, there, there are a bunch of uh, a different uh, uh, female characters you can play with, and, and then also different uh, like get-ups. And do- they call them skins on the game. So a bunch of different characters and, and different skins. And really, to my son, he, 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 makes a, he doesn't discern, he, he, he doesn't care uh, he doesn't perceive the males to be way more capable in a, in a battle game like that than the female characters, which is something I, I noticed today. I, I see him uh, toggling back and forth and, and his friends toggling back and forth, too. So, in a, in a, I know it seems sometimes like, damn, we just keep banging our heads against the wall and we want progress, we want progress and nothing is happening. But as a culture, as a society, we're evolving and 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 hopefully you know by the time that that, that he's of age that, that he's making important decisions for himself and for his family and for the world that uh, this this me too and so much of the misogyny and stuff that we deal with in society now and have dealt with frankly forever uh, slowly starts to uh, wean its way out of our uh, societal patterns of, of communication and just the way we think about the genders so I just, I just wanted to share that. I thought, I thought you might find that uh, something. Anyway, Paleta Bola de Fuego, the paddle ball of fire. I knew you were counting on it. I knew you needed it. You want me to swear some more? What in the fuckity fuck? Um, I guess I was wrong. About, we'll do a sports Paleta Bola de Fuego with just two things. A very abbreviated show tonight. Um, Kevin Durant and Kyrie, they both signed with the Brooklyn Nets. Congratulations to the Brooklyn Nets. I don't know why Kevin Durant would want to go there. I don't know why he wants to play with Kyrie Irving. I don't. It's going to be out the entire year, but congratulations, Brooklyn, to you and your Nets. And then this story, this only crossed. Hold on, I got to. God damn it, I got to set the Palatabola de Fuego down for a second, because this thing, uh, this thing just crossed like like a half hour ago. 
but I've only gotten it from 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 TMZ and the uh, the uh, the uh, push alert from TMZ. Colin Kaepernick convinces Nike to drop flag themed sneaker. That from TMZ. Who? Sometimes in the effort to be first, it's not always 100% right, but Colin Kaepernick convinces Nike to drop, to drop flag-themed sneaker. Uh, does anyone... I haven't, uh, as of last check, if this is true, the President of the United States still hasn't tweeted about it. I'm sure that he will. This will be wall-to-wall Fox News coverage. Colin Kaepernick. A lot of pull over at Nike, apparently. Did Nike make the right choice? I don't know. It's just a flag-themed shoe of all the things in the world to be. Of, I, don't, I don't look at the American flag, and I'm not offended by it. Nor am I offended by an American flag shoe. Did Colin Kaepernick go too far in this one? I'm going to have to get a little more details than just the headline. You know, it'd be one thing if they were making like, like a, uh, a Border Patrol-inspired shoe. You know, a, a, a kids in cages, a mylar blankets inspired shoe. You know, like the tongue would be like a mylar tongue. That would, that would be in bad taste. That would, that would be Colin Kaepernick using his clout. I'm not sure what this is about. Just like I'm, I'm not quite sure what, what this show is about. Sorry, it's, it's, it's been a tough day. I'll, I'll spare you all the details, but just be grateful you got this. Just, 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 just be happy with the world that you even got this, because I cannot possibly do anymore. So, uh, um, tell you, I don't know if there's going to be a show tonight or a show the next day or not. Based on this evening's performance, it seems we could use a couple days off to just enjoy Tell, here, here's what you'll have to do. Uh, find me on Twitter, at Bob Van Dyne, or uh, at Bob's Fishbowl, and uh, I, will, uh, I will announce it to tomorrow, whether or not there'll be a show. Also a great way, you're listening, just, just go ahead and, and just go crazy. Just get down with your bad self, bad self and touch it. Tap that app. Tap the subscribe button. Or don't. Truth be told, I'm not in charge of you. Do whatever you marijuana. Have, if, if you're leaving on vacation tonight, tomorrow, already on your way, uh, have the best time ever. Life is short. Get out there and do it. Anyway, love you. Talk to you soon. No matter what, we'll talk soon. Next Monday at the latest, but maybe tomorrow. We'll see. Adios.